You're listening to the Watling and Owen Show. Hello and welcome into the picks episode of this week. It's a Friday. It's when we're usually doing our picks. Uh, good episode yesterday, Matt. It was our first mini episode, so make sure to follow the Twitter because Unreal Clips have been dropping last night and today. Uh, a lot of real hairy references. That's not usually the, uh, the brand of the show, but I guess that's how we, we're going to kick things off. Luke, sometimes I, I black out when we do these shows, we and these shows. that was one of those moments yeah. where I just had yeah, no I clue what I actually said. Yeah, that's the majority of the time when I, when I hear you. And also, I'd like to uh, apologize to the viewers because I'm a clown. My AirPods aren't working, so I'm working through the computer audio. don't know how it sounds. I've never done this before. Uh, I'm usually not such a hack, but I'm a hack today. Hack a doodle do, um, if you will. Exactly. Well, with that being said, Matt, we were talking about it before. We said it last. We gotta stop saying this because people aren't gonna trust us. Hate the board today. It's I absolutely terrible. Hate it. It's it's disgusting. The lines are gross. There's not really a lot of great games on here. I hate it all, and I think my strategy might be to go against my gut because my gut tells me a lot of these lines are a little bit weird. But I'm not loving it. I'm definitely not loving it. No, I really – there's about two games I really, really like. And, and even those games I don't think I trust. And last week was a little interesting. So Matt is he's, – he's, <laughs> he's, oh, no, you kept pace with me. It feels like you gained on me, but all you do is keep yeah. pace. We both went three. And that Bills game was a big swing for me, and it, it was really unfair. I mean, the conditions of the game, I didn't know about them ahead of time. That win would have put me at – Five and one. Instead, I dropped to three and three. So that the two point uh, lock is really it really crushes you. And I think that I lost my lock too. Don't get me wrong, but I think if you would have won that one, Luke, I think you would have ran away with it this year. I think the way I've been performing as of late has been just abysmal. Granted, I did have a four and two week back in week eleven, but we're combined. What is it now? Four and eight each of us these last two weeks. We got to get better. I think we. I don't even think I can't even say I think we will this week because again we hate the board. I mean it's it's ugly, but maybe this will be some kind of voodoo magic here where we end up doing well with our picks. But if you look at the uh, the circumstances, I mean we both went one and five in week twelve. Last week we went three and three. If we're going in the right direction here, this could be a five and one week for both of us. So I'm going to keep the positive vibes. I'm going to keep the energy. Who, who wants to, who's starting today? Because none of us won last. I'll take week. it. I'll take it. Because um, I don't want it. Oh, boy. Give me – I like this one a lot, actually. This is one of those picks where it just kind of – it feels right, and I'm getting points. So it's Baltimore on the road in Cleveland. I like it. Uh, I'm not super confident, but I'm trying to figure out where I want to go with my lock. And, and doing the lock last kind of puts my, my brain in a pretzel because I don't want to take my favorite picks first because what if I want them to be my lock later on? So, again, off the hip, give me Baltimore plus three. And, and Luke, something you said, I believe off air, was that you have no picks written down and ready to go. So you're going to be doing the uh, the Matt Watling method, if you will. That's right, which sometimes works for you, sometimes doesn't. I This is this game is my dumb brain where I say, I love Baltimore, which makes me want to take Cleveland, but I'm going to stay away from it. I'll let you have Baltimore. I think it's a good pick. Um, it's weird because, you know, Baltimore's coming off this ugly game against Pittsburgh, but the Browns played an ugly game against the Ravens the week before their bye. So the Browns are playing the Ravens back-to-back games here. I don't know if that helps or hurts them, so I'm going to stay away from it. Um, I like the pick for you, though. I'm going to start with a game that it's tough to get a read on, but I think this has to happen. I'm going to take Tennessee minus 8.5 against Jacksonville. I think that 
Jacksonville's dead. They're dead in the water. I think Mike Vrabel has a, a personal vendetta against Urban Meyer. They don't really get along very well. Titans still aren't very healthy. It looks like Julio Jones might play, which would help them a little bit. But I think the, the Titans need to bounce back big. The last time we saw them uh, before the bye was that Patriots game where they looked absolutely horrible. I think they've got to bounce back here. I think they could win this game by 15 to 20. So, you know, I hope this doesn't turn into one of those ugly AFC South games, but Tennessee's got to cover that eight and a half. I had it written down, Luke, but I didn't, I didn't love it myself. I couldn't go with it. Uh, let's move to – let's go out there to Arizona. Let's go out there to – why not? Where it's a, it's a game that I really like the Cardinals for a multitude of reasons. You already ha- saw Kyler Murray last week kind of get his his toes wet, get acclimated into the back into the game after some injury. I love the fact they're playing the Rams, who stink in prime time. Matt Stafford stinks against good football teams, and I don't think they're ready to move on without. Um, I said it last week. Whoever, whatever receiver they lost, Robert Woods. This is two weeks yes, in a row. I should probably learn his name, but I don't think Odell's quite ready yet. It'll take him some time. Their running game took a big hit last week, and I just love the Cardinals in this game. I don't think the Rams are that good. We've kind of touched on it before, Luke. We both don't love the Rams, but for Arizona to be less than a field goal favorite, I don't mind giving away those points. Yeah, I like that pick. I'm going to go with a game that another big line where I think the favorite – um should pull away I like the Broncos minus 10 I you know the Lions are coming off that big win last week they're only one of the season so far so I think a lot of people might like the Lions here but comes out today DeAndre Swift's not going to play Jamal Williams isn't going to play either so not a ton of weapons for the Lions and I think the Broncos they're getting Melvin Gordon back they need to win I mean coming off that Chiefs loss they're at six and six they're so so good at home it's such a tough place for opponents to go and I think it's a letdown spot for the Lions I don't think you should back the Lions I think you should go against them here. So I'll take the Broncos minus 10 at home. Luke, I'm going to go with another home or with another dog. This one happens to be on the, at home, Washington football team plus four and a half. Why not? Let's ride. They're on a three game winning streak. They've been good so far the last couple of weeks. Uh, no, no, uh, Chase Young does scare me, but I think they've kind of bounced back before. And Look, I don't put stock into the whole Dallas saying they're, they they have to win this game. I don't think they really meant it as in we're much better than the Red than Washington football team. Save myself there. Almost almost said it there. Ooh. But uh Okay, in, I'll clip it and cancel you. I, I'm not scared. <laughs> in, in all seriousness, I just this Dallas team, if you look at the arc of the way their seasons tend to go, especially the way that this team plays early on, a lot of turnovers for their defense, which means that they're gonna be propped up. I think they're a good football team. I think they win this division but I don't think they beat Washington. And if they do, I think it's a, it's a, a field goal type game. So I do think Washington can at least cover on the back door. You're going to love this, Matt. You're going to love this. Yeah, let's hear it. Do I give this pick now or do I save it? Because I'll, I'll say this. It's my lock of the week. It's a game you just picked. Oh, wow. Is it give Dallas? Give me the minus four and a half. As your lock. Head to head. This is the... This is the Season on the line for us, Matt. This game will determine who huge. wins because this is a swing. I I love your reasoning, and that's why I'm taking the Cowboys. I think people are, are starting to get on the Washington football team. Me, I've been driving the bandwagon. I've picked them two of the last three weeks, and they've covered for me, and I've loved that. But I think when I look at this line, I say, what what does Vegas know? And the public loves Washington, so I'm going to go against the public. Give me the Cowboys, minus four and a half. I think they win this game by a touchdown. I think this is the game where Washington finally – the defensive injuries start to hurt them. Heineke takes a step back. Give me Dallas, minus four and a half. Lock it in. 
swing it. This is going to be determining whether I'm eating salmon or you're going to get buzz cut. This is huge. And, and the thing that's so sad about this wager is you win either way. You see me look like a fool no. or you have a delicious plate of salmon in front of you. No. Or I vomit from salmon. If my food makes you vomit, I don't think our show could ever recover from that. See, we're talking about doing Twitch lives. Uh, imagine a Twitch live of me eating salmon. That would be electric. Uh, sh- should we have recording of me making you the dish too? I could do like a little yeah, cooking show. On, yeah, we can do like a, a mini cooking show. I can, I can, again, I said it yesterday. What I do best in the kitchen is just say, how can I help? So I could just stand there and just watch and do it. And just ultimately end up being or, in my way, which is just an absolute mess. Right. Yes. Yeah, so I, Again, I've, it's funny. I've heard a lot of good things about salmon recently. Like People are talking about how it's underrated, a good seared salmon, but I'd like to avoid it at all costs. So give me the Cowboys. Matt, 1 o'clock Sunday, season's on the line for both of us. See, I like your Denver pick a lot, and I was leaning into taking it. But then we were talking about the Jets, and I was listing all the injuries the Jets have, and New Orleans is really attractive to me. I, I, I happen to like the way that um, – that, uh, what's his face – Who's there? Taysom Hill played. You know, he threw a lot of interceptions. Don't get me wrong, but well, you like him because he did well for. Oh yeah, he ran for hundred yards. He got me ten points right there. Had two touchdowns. And Matt, I saw, I saw you're starting both Taysom Hill and Zach Wilson. So you really gotta soak it in with this uh, battle of the Mormons. Yes, a lot of soaking, if you will. A lot of soaking. That's right. Uh, But give me Denver. I'm a coward. I need to. I need to at least kind of hedge a bet here uh, and take Denver and give myself a little bit of room if I end up losing the Washington game, because that's a three-point swing right there. That's not just a two-point swing. That's three points, depending on where you go. So I got to cover myself a little bit. I don't mind not taking such a huge advantage if Denver ends up winning. You know, we both get a point. If they lose, we both get a point. So give me Denver minus 10. I like the pick. I had it written down. It was my one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eighth out of my nine picks that I wrote down. I didn't like all nine. Don't get me wrong. I actually thought some of them were real garbage, but Denver's one that I like. Look at you prepping. This is unheard well, of. I did it in the two really? minutes that I was waiting for you to figure out your headphones. Yeah. That, so it wasn't yeah, much prep. Yeah, so, Matt, you you know, you talked about the Saints pick. You talked me into it. Give me the Saints minus five Damn. and a half. I love that pick. Oh, you want it too, don't no, you? No, it's you not my me? lock. My lock is, is if you know me, I think you know what my lock is. You know, it's kind of like, uh, it's like Hansel and Gretel where the, you know, the, the, the trail of candy. What? Which eats them. Oh, you're saying I'm laying out the candy yeah, yeah. and then I'm going to eat you. Right, yes. Yeah, you know, actually, no, you're Gretel in this situation where Hansel's like, oh, look at this candy. Like, let's go, Gretel. And you're like, actually, no, you're Hansel. And you say to me, you know, come this way, Gretel. And I follow you. But then you stop at the door and I go and get eaten by the witch because you're too scared to go in. So really, it's going to come back on me. Is that how the story give me the goes? Same I don't know. The Brothers Grimm, big fan of their work. Not sure how it goes. I, I, I think they just both go and both get eaten. But uh, give me give me the Saints minus five and a half. I got you there. All right, my lock of the week, Luke. Do you want to take a guess at what my lock is, just for fun? I'm going to say you mm, – I'm going to guess, is it the uh, Green Bay Yes, Packers? it is. Oh, yeah. I knew you'd love that one. Oh, it's, it's the easy it's, – it's so easy. It's so easy. Chicago's banged up. Andy Dalton can't play football anymore. Allen Robinson is, is a good receiver and has no one to throw it to him. And – Aaron Rodgers on a mission this year, and he always handles Chicago. Sure, Chicago has some, you know, some energy, some fight after what he said the other week, you know, after they played, saying, I own you. But he's got to fight, too, to back that up, and I think he does this week. You know, I was a little – part of me wanted to take the Bears, but I can never, ever do it. I think it's too gross. I'm, I'm stuck between two picks here. 
I liked the um, Chargers minus 10 against the Giants. Keenan Allen's going to be out, so that makes me a little wary. And I know Mike Williams has been in COVID protocol. They think that he'll be able to play, but if he's not able to play, I get a little bit more worried. So I think I'm going to stick away from that game. Here's a game that I'm not passionate about, but I kind of like. I'm going to take the Niners minus one and a half against the Bengals. Kind of a loser leaves, leaves town kind of game. Both of the running backs, Elijah Mitchell's not going to play. Mixon's going to be a game-time decision, but I think Mixon's a bigger piece of that offense if he's not able to go. I mean, the 49ers recycle running backs every week. I think they're going to make this into an ugly game. I think they're going to run the ball, control the clock. Defense makes enough stops. I don't love it, but I'm going to take the Niners minus one and a half in a big game. Out of respect for my loss last week and my lock of the week, I had to punt on San Francisco. I like it. I didn't love it enough. I had to punt on it after they lost me last week. But this is a big week. I knew you were going to lose that pick, by the way. I, I screenshotted your tweet as soon as it came out. I yeah. knew it was going to Well, I wasn't going to delete it. I'm, I'm a man of my word. I won't delete anything. I know. But then I didn't want to have to go back through your many tweets. I don't tweet that much, Luke. Tweet like a mad I'm not man. you. Tweet McGee <laughs> over here. All right. That, that's disrespectful. The, pe- the people need content, okay? And I'm sure you're giving them great content, all five of your followers. Okay. The joke being well, we you have to- more followers than I do. Another yes, exactly. game that I kind of liked was Seattle against Houston, but I didn't want to take Seattle. It, it's such a gross game, and it was announced earlier today. Davis Mills is going to be the starting quarterback for. I feel bad for Tyrod, man. He's gotten so many. But he he stunk this week. You know, the last couple of weeks. Yeah, he did. No, he's horrible. I'm not saying he deserves yeah. to be a you know a starter in the NFL, but it, it, I just feel bad for him. What did you see from the Kansas City and Oakland game? KC minus ten. I thought about taking Oakland just because they're on such a bad tear right now. I th- like I think people are, are giving up on them, and the Chiefs are on such a great spot. I think it's a good letdown spot, but I, I would stay away from it. I don't really have a good read on that game. Vegas, I feel like under Basicki, they, they got that juice in the beginning, and now they've kind of hit kind of a wall. But they're still right in the playoff line if they can get a couple wins down the stretch. Right, and obviously you said you like Tampa um, over the Bills, which is – Three and a half is something, and I think the Bills, in a, in nicer weather, they can really air out the ball a little bit. This is such a big game for them. You know, it's a shorter week, but if you lose this game, mass hysteria in Buffalo. More than there already is with the amount of tables that they go through. Yeah, and I really like – if we could pick over-unders, I would love the over in this game just because the, the Bucks secondary isn't good, and the Bills, I mean, they can get ran over and then – I mean, the Bucs can throw the ball, too. I mean, the Bills' secondary has been good, but we have no idea what they are without Trey White. We haven't seen their secondary have to perform without him, and I think this is the one game where it's like, you know, obviously Antonio Brown's hurt, but you have to cover Gronk. You have to cover Evans. You have to cover God, uh, Godwin. Like, it's it's tough sledding. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Could be, like, you know, who has the ball last wins. Bucks haven't lost at home. Bills have been pretty good on the road. So I, I think it's going to be a good game, but – I just don't know how much fight the Bills have left. That's the question. You know, is the locker room still willing to go out and fight, or are they kind of defeated after last week? That's the question that I have going into this week. But how could you be defeated after you know, you're you're in a playoff spot still, right? You still you're not locked up. It's not like you're coasting through this through this you know season. If you lose the locker room, there's got to be significant changes. If they don't care enough to to try and, and win this game, or you know the rest of the season, whatever it looked like, you kind of intimated. There's got to be some serious changes, and I'm talking about moving on from a lot of pieces that you think are key because they haven't done anything for you. You know, they haven't won anything crazy. They won a couple playoff games last year, but beyond that, what have you really seen from this team to warrant running it back again? And I think there will be changes made, even regardless of what happens. I think you bring in a running a running game. You know, maybe you shore up some of the lines again to shore up that that run defense. But if you can't get up for this game against Tom Brady 
after an embarrassing loss on Monday night, I don't know what you can do. Yeah, I was reading an article today that suggested the Bills should just overhaul their entire offensive line, which is a little bit dramatic because I, I think, you know, Spencer Brown, a guy that drafted last year, is a, like they have some nice pieces. Deion Dawkins is going to be there at left tackle for years to come, but they certainly could use some overhaul. And, and the last thing I'll say about that game is more maybe it's not that they're going to go out and try. I think it's more so, you know, have they kept the noise internal? Because I think there's been a lot of media this week that's been, you know, True. It's it's been, you know, oh, the Patriots, you know, they they still own this division and look at everything. And we talked about it yesterday, you know, maybe some of the praise isn't necessarily warranted, but that's how the media, you know, the media works. It's not taking a shot at the media. That's their job is to is to point out that, you know, Bill Belichick is still owning the bills and things like that. So I, I wonder, you know, do they keep that noise outside? Do they keep it internal and say, you know, we got this still or is that going to kind of sneak in? Because they're still in this AFC East playoff race. Right. And one thing, Luke, before we go into the Jets we didn't get to yesterday, did you see Eli Manning almost beat Kevin Durant and Papa Shot in the embarrassing, excruciating, you know, choke job of game two when he was up? He was up like 8-4 in the loss. I didn't see that. You didn't see it? It was on Where Twitter. Was he had uh, the Eli Manning show. I don't know who runs it. I guess the Giants do. He had, uh, Kevin, Dur- he had Kevin Durant oh. hanging out. Also, KD can play there, but he can't. He couldn't play in Houston. Couldn't be bothered. Yeah, see, that was funny because I watched it the night that he was out in Houston. I was like, did he just like skip a game to go hang out with Eli Manning? Yeah, I'm sure it was pre-recorded, no, probably... granted, but it was pretty funny. Yeah. But you, yeah, I didn't see that. I'll have to watch it. Um, you mentioned the Jets, though. Um, coming off that loss to the Eagles, 33 to 18, but you know, there's some silver lining to me, Matt. I, I enjoyed, not enjoyed. I took more from that game than I did the week before because Zach Wilson played a lot better. Like that, you know, they won. Uh, what was the week before? I'm, why am I blanking? Did they win last week? Did they win two weeks ago? Yeah, I think it was Miami. Oh, yeah, they two won. Weeks ago. Uh, they didn't beat Miami, did they? No, no, they won. <sighs> I'm pulling up right now. Uh, um, they beat Houston. Yeah, they beat Houston, Houston, Houston. 20, uh, 21 14. And it was gross, and Zach Wilson didn't really play that well. Yeah. So to me, even, even in a loss, I saw more out of Zach Wilson this week than the week before. And I think the 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 questions around the Jets have kind of formulated into defensive questions, which to me it's like, I, I think Robert Sala can figure out the defense. Can he, as though? As long as the offense. After what happened with Gardner Minshew and just the, the sheer lack of talent they have, like, can you figure it out in one offseason? I, I don't know. I guess that's a good question. But I think the from a personnel standpoint, you have to trust him, right? I mean, he's supposed to be your guy. He's supposed to be your defensive guy. Um, I don't know, but you're right. Maybe, maybe you can't trust them, but they have the money. They have the draft picks. You have to think they can do it. So for Zach Wilson to finally have one, you know, pretty good week, I think is a good sign. It certainly is. I like the way he played. I thought he was awesome in that first half. And one thing that's interesting that Robert Sala talks about a lot is how the team seems to, you know, the offense never gets into a groove when they're off the field. And I've never heard a coach talk about it as much as he does. I've never heard him say, oh, you know, Zach couldn't get into a groove. You know, Elijah Moore couldn't get into a groove, whoever. And sure, it's true, but does, does Tom Brady go through that? And I'm not saying that, you know, Wilson is Tom Brady, but is that excuse going to go on for the rest of Zach Wilson's life? Or is he going to be able to figure it out, you know, in tough situations? Is he going to be able to figure it out? Okay, we just, we just stopped them, you know, with two minutes left. We've got a minute 15, and I've got to run the length, to go the length of the field. I mean, you're going to have to figure games out like that. And I liked what he did in that first half. I'd like to see him continue and build upon it. And New Orleans is a good test for him because you've got a solid defense that you're going up against. 
an offense that, like yours, is kind of questionable, turnover prone. So I think this offers the Jets a really good opportunity to know what you're going to get out of a run-heavy team. And now you've got to be what the Bills couldn't be and actually stop the run. And it's harder said than done when, you're, when your defense is as bad as it is. Yeah, I think you bring up a good point when you talk about getting into a groove. I think that's something you have to learn as the NFL goes on because there's going to be games where your defense just can't get off the field. I mean, we've seen it with Patrick Mahomes and that Chiefs defense at times where it's like they just get shredded. They allow the touchdown, you know, a long drive. You have to come out if you're Mahomes and answer right away. You don't have time to, you know, go three and out and punt because you can't trust your defense. Like, you don't want that to be the case. You want to, you know, you want you to have a complete team. You want the Jets defense to uh, eventually be good. But there's going to be times where you have to go without, you know, you're cold. Like, you're coming off the bench. You were sitting for 10 minutes, and you have to leave them on a drive. So I think that's something that will come with time. Um, some things against Zach Wilson, though. You are telling me before, uh, Elijah Morris, he's officially out for this oh, weekend. Oh, I don't know if he's out. He didn't play. He didn't practice oh, okay. or today is what I read. But I'll, I'll look Elijah up and see. Moore. And then uh, – Tevin Coleman's got a Carter. concussion. He's out. So you're running with Ty oh, Johnson yeah. as you're running back one, which is is not great because Tevin Coleman had a really solid week last week. Yeah, that's that's the tough part when it when it comes to this team because if you have Elijah Moore and obviously Corey Davis is out for the year, there's not a lot of options. We're kind of talking about those those Jets from the Sam Darnold days where it's like, man, who is he going to throw the ball to this weekend? Well, I'll, so I'll tell you. I'll, I'll pull up their depth chart, Luke. And I think there's some options. Keelan Cole's a nice piece. Uh, you've got Jamison Crowder and you've got Denzel Mims. So is Mims alive? Yeah, Didn't he played he, like, 24 snaps the other week, last week. Okay, is uh, is Barrios still around? He is, yes. And he, <laughs> hey, don't don't slander Barrios. He had a great, great, a couple great punt returns last week. I know the uh, 79 the yards on the first one. The valedictorian of Miami's business school. Is that what he was? You, yeah, it was weird. They're talking about today or this week. I don't know why it came I up. I saw the video. He, he like said he got a B in one class and was complaining about it. Yeah, he's just like a real competitor. So, yeah, he's got some options for sure. But that lack of a ground game, I think, is is tough. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've, we've kind of seen it in Buffalo, too, this year, where it's like if your quarterback has to do everything at all times, it's a lot easier to make mistakes. And obviously, Zach Wilson hasn't had the experience that Josh Allen has nor does he have the talent around him that Josh Allen has. So it kind of can get into some hairy situations. But I think you and I are both in alignment. I think it's a tough game for the Jets to win because Taysom Hill, I think, as he kind of gets into a groove, like we were talking about, he's going to be a little bit better. He can run the ball. Saints defense has been pretty solid all year, too. So this is going to be definitely a tough one for the Jets. But also, I don't care if you want to lose this game, frankly. And, and no. you know, am I a bad fan for saying that? No, I don't think so because I just want to see what Zach Wilson can do through adversity and see what he can do under situations that are different. And I think this offers him a really good opportunity to use the weapons that he does have and, and make some plays and, and try to improve and be maybe not better than he was last week, but be more consistent, right? Don't go out there and throw in, you know, keep it clean, keep the ball away from the opposition. You know, don't fumble, don't throw interceptions. This is the only team in the NFL that's had a turnover every single game this week, this season so far. So if he can, if he can stop that and, throw for 250, right, and prove off of 226 from last week, then I'm all about it. And we'll switch over to the Giants just really quick because we, we can get this thing wrapped up. But uh, it looks like Mike Lennon's going to start for the Giants this weekend against the Chargers. Uh, we talked about it yesterday, but it's kind of disappointing. Would you would you run with Mike Lennon or would you give Fromm a chance just to just to see? There, I, I don't know because I was sitting there. I'm like, I think Fromm could do a decent job, actually, in, in, in this role. But – it doesn't matter. It just I, I can't I can't say anything on it. You know what I mean? 
I just don't care. Yeah. It, it's so tough yeah, to, it's, to sit there and act like I care about this team when the only thing you want to see is Daniel Jones. Now, granted, I could see the Giants actually winning this game or keeping it close. This feels kind of like the, what was it, the, the Seattle game last year? You're playing a team that's a playoff yeah. team, but are they really a playoff team? You know, they, they've played well, but they're not, you know, dynamic. They kind of got lucky last week after the whole debacle against Cincinnati where they gave up a bunch of points, you know, in the middle of that game. So I could see the Giants somehow winning this game. And then all of a sudden you're saying Joe Judge outcoached, you know, uh, Brandon Staley. Saquon Barkley ran for 75 yards, right? You know, uh, everyone's hurt, though. I mean, Kadarius Tony is questionable. Uh, I guess is Sterling Shepard out, too? He's questionable. Yeah. Kenny Galladay is questionable. You know, Darius Slayton, maybe he gets 60 yards receiving. John Ross there as well. The defense stands tall. That's the kind of game it feels like. But if they win, frankly, I'm a Giants fan. Again, I'm disappointed because I want that higher pick. You know, a win in this game with Mike Lennon starting doesn't do anything for me. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're pretty much done. Yeah, Galladay's questionable. Tony's out. Shepard questionable. And for the first time this year, Matt, Saquon Barkley not listed on the injury report. So I don't know if that means he's any healthier or if it's just semantics, because a lot of times it is, you know, the questionable tag and the doubtful tag and things like that. But, man, is he going to have an 100-yard game this year? Like, is that going to – like, not even running the ball, but just total from scrimmage. Like, I want to see something from Saquon Barkley catching the ball, running the ball, and we just haven't seen that so far. It is so disappointing. And, you know, with that, how do you even give him an extension? How do you offer him that, that fifth year? It's not a lot of money. It's less than $10 million, But after that, how do you even give him the money that a, a second-round pick warrants? You, you really can't. Yeah, especially, you know, when you had Gallman last year, at Booker this year, like guys fill in that looked pretty decent. Like it's if they filled in and they're like, okay, it's the offensive line, it's not working out, things like that, then I think uh, maybe you'd say, okay, Saquon is pretty important. But, man, ever since that rookie year where he was just so special, he just hasn't really been able to, Do you just to get let it going. him walk then? Is that where you go with this? Because you're not signing him to a $12-plus million a year contract like he wants. You know, no, yeah. no one's trading for him to get that unless you're, like, super desperate. You know, I could see maybe maybe the Bills go for it for one more year and, and give him it and kind of let him walk afterwards or franchise tag him. But how do you how do you even handle him? Because with a new GM expected to come in, he's not your guy. He's not the piece that you that you that you invest the second round pick in. And it's tough because he's a high character guy. He loves the organization. I think the organization loves him. But I think you you cross your fingers, you let him go, and you say hopefully he doesn't figure it out with the next team because then. You know, are we going to look stupid? But sitting here, that'd be that'd be you know looking back on it. You know, in the moment right now, it's the right decision to to let but, him walk. Which after. you know to prove your point, Luke, even a bit further. What quarterback uh, running back making over twelve million dollars is worth it? Derrick Henry True. hurt. McCaffrey hurt. Who else? Um, Cook Cook was hurt for mm -hmm. most of the year. Well, for some of the year. Yep. All these Obviously guys. Last Zeke was hurt. Great. Pollard plays just as well as he does. You can find yeah. these these good. You know, the handcuffs sort of thing. You know, uh, Madison's been great out there in Minnesota. So yeah. if I'm if I'm the Giants, I, I, you know, I send him on his way if he doesn't want, you know, an $8 million deal, whatever it is, and I move towards another piece, to be honest. I like what Devontae Booker's been doing for them. You can give him two years, $15 million if you want. Even that's a little high in my mind. And, and kind of continue to figure out those backs because right now, or draft running back in the third, fourth round every four years and, and, and use it that way. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of different ways you can move a running back. So if there's any lesson we leave for everyone this weekend, don't pay your running backs. 
Uh, but take our picks, Matt. I, I don't know. I have a good feeling about this week. Yeah, looking back, I kind of like where I am with the picks. And I know we said we were worried and horrified, and I could see myself going 0-6 this week. But I, I like them. I like it. I like Green Bay a lot. I think they win the game outright. But, you know, two touchdowns is a lot. That That's a lot to go through. And, and why don't we just quickly run through our picks, Luke, before we, we head out and be on our merry way. So Green Bay, for me, my lock of the week, minus 12.5. Baltimore, plus 3. Arizona, minus 2.5. Washington football team, plus 4.5. And, and Denver, minus 10. Two picks of mine are underdogs. You haven't really seen that too often from me, Luke. Yeah, I went all favorites, which I kind of hate, but game of the year, Dallas minus four and a half against Washington. I've got Tennessee minus eight and a half against the Jags, Denver minus 10 against the Lions, New Orleans minus five and a half against, five and a half against the Jets, San Fran minus one and a half against the Bengals. So don't worry, we'll be back Tuesday. Hopefully I win the game of the year. That's right, 2.30, be here. Hopefully I win in the game of the year. Hopefully Matt loses it. It's going to be the swing of the century. It's going to hurt me a lot more if I lose. Uh, no, it so, really just so puts us around even versus, you know, me losing where it drops me three games. Okay, let me, let me add some juice to it, Matt. Let me let me give the people something to look forward to. Uh, we'll be back Tuesday at 2.30 to talk about why we're idiots, and we'll break down how all three New York football teams. They will probably do some Knicks talk. Maybe we'll have a Mets manager uh, by then. So we'll have a lot to talk about. Thanks for tuning in here on a Friday. Everyone, enjoy your weekends. Thanks for hanging out with the Wilding and Owen Show.